Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam Gilchrist. Uh, you satisfied with a nil-nil draw at Anfield? I'm, I'm, I'm. Gosh, I'm so satisfied. Well, sort of okay, isn't it? But sort of okay is kind of a bit Manchester United this season. Exactly. What are they up to? Seventh, eighth? I mean, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> it's better than uh, than getting beaten 7-0, of course. Mm. I'm just happy there's no post-game banter because the scouts have gone quite quiet losing to a team <laughs> with 16 injured players and are seventh on the English Premier League at the moment. Um, but let's turn to the important issues of, of the day. Um, increasingly desperate people in Gaza. There's been an aid stampede. Yeah. Aid trucks uh, entering Gaza from Egypt, the famous Rafa crossing. Uh, they've been boarded and stripped of supplies before they could get to any distribution points. Um, it's kind of not the people's fault, but uh, at the same time, there's a desperation in it. You also wonder sometimes, it's a bit like tickets for concerts, you know, are, uh, are the touts getting hold of the food and then selling it on at huge prices and or just selling it to mates or whatever? We, we don't quite know how it ends up, but it's certainly not being distributed by the aid workers on the ground. And... The UN Palestinian Agency has talked about people helping themselves. We also know that the hostages, the three Israeli hostages shot by the Israeli army, had fashioned uh, an SOS and a, a help sign, excuse me, a help sign out of food. They had used it to try to signal, uh, come and get us. And of course, it went horribly wrong, didn't it, at that, uh, at the point when they were giving themselves up. There are joint calls now for ceasefires from various countries, including Germany, France, and the UK. Uh, others have sort of moved in that direction, but it's a full-on nod now. Come on, for goodness sake, let's get a ceasefire, although sometimes it's if it's sustainable. Uh, a ceasefire is only sustainable when it's in place. Mm. You can't say it won't be sustainable, let's not bother. But mm. still, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is talking about still fighting to the end. It is, frankly, it is chaos. And some days we don't talk about it because it's upsetting, it's chaotic, and it's impossible. And then an ongoing human tragedy, migrant deaths in, in the Mediterranean, dozens yeah. are still missing after their boat sank. I think the uh, the total's 61. I think 61 out of 85 on board this boat from Libya uh, setting out to Europe. And frankly, they, they just hit some big rough waves. And on the kind of overcrowded boats that many of these poor people attempt the crossing, uh, I guess they didn't stand a chance. So a shipwreck officially is is what has happened. Some have survived, thank goodness. But amongst the 61, it's thought that uh, many children um it's also thought that they were all african uh, migrants asylum seekers refugees whatever you like to call them uh and not from the middle east nigeria and gambia i've heard mentioned as being two countries who uh, from which these people had come and given that there have been a number of rescues now and the weather has turned as well in in the northern hemisphere the weather is is, is not benign uh it's it's desperate and Yes, I'm hearing uh, the British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, talking about we must do something to stop these illegal migrants. And they're only illegal because you've changed the law to make them illegal. 
somehow uh what happened to just trying to help people uh it's all about stopping the, the people smugglers and i get that the people smugglers are not exactly on the side of the people they're taking the money from but still sometimes the utterances that come out of uh, uh, prime ministers and presidents is um it's not compassionate is it for people who absolutely need some kind of compassion and our next topic is connected on, on human migration, but this time on the other side of the pond. Listen, Donald Trump has said something or similar before, particularly when talking about migrants. We've largely become so desensitized to, to the drivel that is spouted over the last, what, six, seven, eight years that it hardly even makes headlines clear hate speech but he's called migrants poisonous he said that if migrants from asia and africa come to the united states there'll be an explosion of crime and killings but he's called migrants poisonous yes as he put it yes they are poisoning the blood of our country is what donald trump said which and he went on to talk about how there were 15 16 million people in our country and uh, they're not just uh, poisoning mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America. It was, of course, an unstructured kind of rant. He had a point he wanted to make and then went off on tangents. He kept telling us how they were from all over the world, not just from Africa, from Asia, but from all over the world. But this poisoning the blood thing is absolutely horrendous because, I mean, let's make no bones about it, this echoes a policy and an attitude that Adolf Hitler laid out in Mein Kampf. The Adolf Hitler quote, I mean, Donald Trump, I I don't think even is aware. He doesn't have the awareness to know this, I think. But if he does, then what's he doing repeating an Adolf Hitler policy? Here's the quote from Hitler's Mein Kampf. All great cultures of the past perished only because the originally created race died out from blood poisoning. A a possible American president who's also a past American president is buying into that. Oh, my God. Mm. And this is still a candidate who is 40 points ahead of his nearest rival in the Republican Party. Adam Gilchrist, looking forward to chatting to you tomorrow, hopefully with a little bit more sunny and cheerful news and not demagogues and despots.